And so just by me being here talking to you about this, we are giving whoever's listening or watching awareness that it is possible to make multiple millions of dollars from home in your yoga pants or your pajamas. It is possible to create a business model that serves your life. It is possible to make an impact around the world. I've learned more listening to podcasts than I learned in my two years of college. Right now is a great opportunity to leverage the power of voice. No one's going to be able to offer the world what you can. It took someone else that had a bigger vision than me to be able to show me the way. And so now that we're here, we can show others the way. What if you can do what you love to fight what you hate? Be On Air, powered by Podcast Farm. Hello, my dear, dear listeners. It is great to be here with you. It's another day. And today's guest, I I heard for the first time on Clubhouse when I was first getting into the app. And she was one of the voices that really helped to level up how I was thinking about monetization and how I got connected to other, other people in the, in the club pod space. And she's been just holding down amazing rooms, dropping a ton of podcast knowledge and wisdom. Uh, Angel B. Hartwell, known as the Wealthy Life Mentor, is an internationally known artist, author, and evolutionary alchemist. And I love the word alchemy here. I love alchemy. And we'll get maybe into that a little bit in today's episode. She was honored as a Be the Change Movement to Watch award winner and considered one of America's premier experts. She has appeared multiple times in the major media and is the creator, executive producer, and host of the 2020 People's Choice Award winning and Apple number one internationally ranked Wickedly Smart Woman podcast. And, you know, she's hired to consult with high achieving leaders who are called to be at the forefront of this next evolution of voice, branding, marketing, and she's going to be sharing some awesome wisdom today. So stick around. We're going to be hearing from Angel here briefly. Angel, welcome. It's so great to have you here. Thank you for making time and coming onto the show. How are you doing today? I am so well. Thank you so much for having me, Kaylee. I really appreciate that you got leveled up with your monetization on Clubhouse. Thank yes, you for acknowledging yes. that. Yeah. yeah, you were a huge part of it. You were definitely a huge part of it. I mean, you've been you've been on there speaking very consistently. Maybe you could share a little bit about uh, you know, what what you have going on in the Clubhouse world for those listeners. And even if you're not on Clubhouse listeners, uh, stick stick around because very soon Android, it'll be out for Android. And if you're not on Clubhouse and you have an iPhone, it's definitely something that you're going to want to check out. And so, yeah, what, what do you what do you what are you doing over there? Well, you know, certainly for anybody who's a speaker or a podcaster, it's an absolutely phenomenal playground. <laughs> and I got involved with Clubhouse uh, at the end of December. So I had the grace of like the holiday season <laughs> where there was a lot of people on because it was the holiday season, but there was a lot of like not doing a lot of um, work happening for most people. So I had the grace of being able to just get on there and learn in the first maybe three weeks that I was on. And then I got very clear uh, that it was just an amazing playground to be able to uh, share my message, to amplify and uh, accelerate the growth of my own brand and podcast, and also to meet great people and to make great deals. So for me, it's been a really powerful, powerful 
uh, platform the first quarter. My first quarter was phenomenal because of being on Clubhouse. And so, yes, I am a member of Club Pod, uh, which I got into that as a result of being a category director with Podcast Magazine. And I also actually just this past weekend, Kaylee, I began the Wickedly Smart Women um club. So I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff in the Wickedly Smart Women Club to go along with my podcast. So yeah, it's been awesome. So for listeners who aren't familiar, Clubhouse has rooms and then it has this other structure above it called clubs. And that there's some maybe some potentially exciting monetization possibilities coming out around clubs. So there's uh, a lot happening in that space. So thank you for sharing that. And let's let's zoom out a little bit. And who is Angel? Could you share a little bit about your journey in podcasting and like how you came to this this medium and this this way of expressing yourself? Sure. So I've been in the um, online virtual speaking space since 2008. My prior life, I was in the real estate industry and I was in that industry for about 20 years. And then I had a spiritual awakening. And then I had my own art gallery and healing art center and produced a street festival. And then I ended up getting called to be a messenger and, and landed in the online space in 2008. And with that calling, um, Simultaneously, I was also facing my second divorce and was looking at single parenting again. And I got really deeply called to to speak and to not just speak, but to speak to people all over the world. So it wasn't like your typical rubber chicken luncheon speaker. Uh, It was like, okay, I need to speak to everybody all over the world. And so thankfully, the technology angels back then um, provided and I began virtual speaking. So I've been in the virtual speaking space since 2008. Uh, In about 2010, I started my own radio show. I ran that for about 18 months. And then in 2017, I went to Steve Olsher's first new media summit and I had never even listened to a podcast at that point. I'd heard about them, but I hadn't, I hadn't really gotten myself into podcasts or listening to podcasts. I knew they were out there, but I didn't understand really what, what it was all about. And as a result of uh, attending that event, I came out of that event uh, knowing that I needed to start my first show. And uh, my first show was coming under a a rebrand I had just done with my business where I had spent many years serving mostly women and a few very wise men. And all of a sudden, I got the calling to pivot my business a little bit and start serving men. So my first podcast was called the Men on Purpose podcast. And I launched that in January of 2018. And uh, within four five weeks or so, it was uh, ranked in the top 200. Within four months, I had my first five-figure payday from that um, show. And uh, after 163 episodes, I sold uh, the first podcast, Men on Purpose podcast. And part of the reason I sold it was because uh, in uh, 2019, September of 2019, by then I had launched Wickedly Smart Women, which we're approaching our 100th episode this show monetized uh, with a five-figure payday before it even launched, and within four days was uh, ranked number 75. So I became clear after a couple of months of trying to do both shows at once that I needed to uh, let one of them go. And so I ended up selling my first show. And what I discovered, because I know that you have some people who are listening here who are also maybe spiritually oriented, what I discovered was my first podcast, Men on Purpose, was not only an opportunity for me to really step into the podcasting space and learn about it and 
um, begin to grow uh, as a an interviewer and to grow as a uh, you know a, a different level of branding uh, because you know you're branding a brand instead of yourself when you have a, a podcast like that. Uh, I also discovered it was a healing journey. The whole entire journey with the Men on Purpose podcast was a healing journey for me uh, around my relationship with men. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, I, there's, so there's so much that was just shared in there that I want to dive into and kind of working my way backwards. Um, it sounds, I, I've felt that podcasting, regardless of, of the format or show, is a transformative process. It puts us out there in a, in a really vulnerable way. It forces us to interact with other humans uh, and forces us to connect with our purpose. And it sounds like it was a big part of your journey in healing to, to do the actual show. And I'm, I'm kind of listening to what I think the audience might be saying. And I, I'm hearing two voices. I'm hearing, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did you do five-figure payday so quick? Like, give us the details. And I'm hearing another voice that's like, um, what, you know, what, what, tell us more about your spiritual awakening and hold on, hold on, what, what happened there? So maybe we could go back to the spiritual awakening and work our way towards the monetization. So stick around, listeners, for the end, because we're going to get into some more of those details. But yeah, I'd be really curious to know some more about that if you feel comfortable sharing. Yeah, sure. So my, my spiritual awakening, I had spent 20 years in the real estate industry. My last project was 51 single family houses, 56 apartments and an office building award winning. Um, I was the national chairperson of my trade association and I was in a period of about five years of one freaking catastrophe after another. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, catastrophe that led to my spiritual awakening was I injured myself skiing. And after a few weeks of um, personal, not PT, yeah, physical therapy, that's what it is. Physical therapy, I saw this yoga class in the gym. And I asked my physical therapist, could I do this yoga thing? And he was like, yeah, you can do that as long as nothing hurts. If it hurts, don't do it. So I started a yoga practice in 2000. And um, Yeah, it was in 2001 that I started my yoga practice. And within months of starting the yoga practice, the teacher took us outdoors uh, to the park. And I was lying in final Shavasana under a tree. Now I'm still like in the middle of this massive project, multi-million dollar project. I'm still the national chairperson of my trade association. I'm doing the yoga. I'm out in nature under a tree. And all of a sudden my third eye burst open. And I could see golden white orbs of light going up and down this golden white staircase, as well as kind of angelic forms. And when I sat up in the park and opened my physical eyes, everyone in the park was a golden white orb of light. And I started to see that way. Like I was like er everywhere I went from getting up off of the ground for the next two or three hours, I all I could see was golden white orbs of light. So even as I was driving down the road after the, the yoga class, I could see the golden white orbs of light in cars. And so I was like, whoa, I don't know yeah. what just happened. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty wild. And uh, I'm really grateful that I had the yoga, even though I was only four or five months in, six months in, 
that I had the yoga community and had started to surround myself with people who had some level of awareness of what had happened for me, which was basically my third eye opened. Because if I did not have that community around me, I probably would have taken and driven myself right to the psychiatrist's office and asked for a right. prescription. <laughs> right. Like what's going on. And it sounds like that, that led to you transitioning into more full-time uh, voice work. Is that accurate? Yeah. So what happened was I, I left real estate um, after the spiritual awakening. It took me a little bit, uh, about a year and a half or so. And uh, in 2002, at the end of 2002, I had finished my divorce from my first husband because that <laughs> happened. Husband. You know, like everything falls apart when you have a spiritual awakening yep. uh, in the best of ways. You know, all the things that need to, that no longer serve that are not going to be um you know, really in service to your growth and your expansion and your service into the world, become the mulch pile. So my my uh, first marriage went into the mulch pile. My partnership with my business partners went into the mulch pile. And I walked into my business partner's office at the end of 2002 and said, I'm all done. And he looked at me and he said, well, what are you going to do? And what fell out of my mouth, Kaylee, was I'm going to be a crystal healer. And I didn't even know what the hell I was wow. saying. I really, I had no idea what I was saying. So from 2003 until I got into the speaking, uh, which was about a five-year period, from 2003 to 2008, I actually had my own art gallery and healing arts center. I produced a street festival two years in a row that made my city a destination location for the arts. And I gave myself permission to explore and discover all the parts of myself that had been suppressed, repressed, and depressed mm -hmm. in the first, you know, segment of my life. And and then it was in 2008 when I got the calling to start speaking. You got the calling, and it sounds like that was uh, an internal call to to do that. So, what what is your take on what the the power of this platform? holds for people like how what how do you conceive of podcasting how do you conceive of voice yeah well so what's really interesting kaylee is that i think that there is a journey that somebody who is stepping into being a speaker and answering that call there is a journey that they take and i think technology in a lot of ways is actually truncating the journey um but for me all I can tell you is my own experience of the journey. So number one, I needed to give myself permission to actually start speaking about experiences that I was having that were pretty far outside the norm. And so, so there was that. And then there was like learning how to connect and have the technology work and all of those pieces. And then there was like, well, what am I going to talk about? And giving myself permission to get clear on that. There's, there's like a lot of steps that I needed to take. And what podcasting does is I, I believe that podcasting just amplifies your message exponentially uh, it gives you a platform where you have access to a global audience and it actually shifts your positioning from expert speaker to thought leader and also to press. So podcasting as a medium for getting out your message is a it is another level like it's the next level in terms of um how you're going to show up. And some people jump right up to that level. Mm -hmm. 
but not everybody has the capacity to do that, the internal capacity or um, the experiential capacity to do that. Some people can leap, many cannot. And I think that's a reason why we see so many people pod fading. Pod fading. It's a very real thing. And maybe we can get into that. But I love this, this image of the levels. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that's felt when you're in the podcasting world is this, this idea of sort of climbing the ranks, not that there's a value hierarchy necessarily, but there is these big shows, you have all these, you know, top podcasts, there's this idea that like, you can position yourself and leverage yourself up all the way. And I actually have a map, Kaylee. You have a map? I, I, I do. I have a map. And I, I use the mountain analogy. Um, the map actually is included in my new book, Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny. So the map, at the base of the map is what I, I see as the pool of professionals. So the pool of professionals might be like all the accountants or all of the podcast editors or all of the doctors or all of the speakers, right? And in the pool of professionals, this is the base of of the mountain of visibility. And in the pool of professionals, from a monetization standpoint, you're turning to the left, you're turning to the right, and you're saying, what's everybody else around me charging? And you're kind of finding a little bit of a range and you're choosing like, okay, they're charging 75 and they're charging 125. I'll charge a hundred, right? Because you don't, you're not really self-referencing. You're referencing from outside Mm -hmm. at the next level is what we like to call, I, I call the emerging experts and the emerging experts come up. They emerge up out of the pool of professionals and the emerging experts differentiate themselves in some way. And it's a claiming like you actually have to decide and claim I am XYZ, whatever that is. I am the expert at XYZ, whatever that is. And you stake a claim and you take a stand and you emerge up out of the pool of professionals and your decision about how you're going to be compensated becomes more self-referencing and much less externally referenced. And you generally are teaching, leading, or guiding the people in the pool of professionals in some way. And then the third level of the mountain of visibility is where I call the leaping leaders. So some of us jump right out of the pool of professionals and land in the leaping leader zone. And the anybody who steps right away into podcasting, I would say would be a leaping leader because you are really positioning yourself as a podcast host or as a podcast uh, owner, executive producer, you're really positioning yourself as a member of the press, as a thought leader, as somebody who's looking out at the emerging experts and the pool of professionals as a place where you can serve into, I can serve into this audience of professionals and experts. And at the top of the mountain is what we call the legacy of light. I call it the legacy of light. And mm-hmm. this is where the people who are like, you know, I don't know, Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, um, you know, Joe Rogan, you know, the people who have millions and millions and who have huge influence and who are going to be influential for a long term, who are going to be influential for, you know, potentially even long after they're gone. So for example, Napoleon Hill, who wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich, he left a legacy of light. People are still doing Think and Grow Rich and he's been you know, in the grave for mm-hmm. almost a hundred years. So, right. so that's the mountain of visibility. And at every level, 
more money is required and possible. This is perfect. So this will lead, I think, into monetization. And I think it's a cool way to lead into it uh, from an energetic standpoint. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about what it takes to earn more because it's not, it's not just, it doesn't, it, it really requires an identity shift and, and it requires so much more to contain that energy. So I'm curious if you could share with us how to go up that mountain trail and how to expand our capacity to earn and contain or, or, or pass through, you know, higher and higher amounts of revenue and income. Yeah. Well, thank you for that question. And I think the first step is awareness, right? Um, you know, you must have awareness that it's possible <laughs> before you can make a decision in that direction. So I think for many people who are in the pool of professionals, even though they may be investing in working with experts or leaders, they don't yet see themselves as having that capacity. And I want to also say that you know, as a metaphor, not every acorn becomes the oak tree, mm. right? So I want to disabuse people of the notion that this can be forced, that this can be efforted, that this can be bought. Although in some cases people are buying it, right? People who already have a huge amount of money go and buy New York Times bestseller status. Mm. That was a wake up call for me. I was like, what? I thought that people just really actually wrote good things. Yeah. <laughs> and and as a result of writing good things, lots of people bought their good things and that's how they got to be New York Times bestsellers. So, you know, you learn some things when you go up the mountain of visibility mm. as well. Um, so there are people out there who are buying their way to the top. Now, what I'll say about buying your way to the top is, is it possible? Certainly. Is it long-term sustainable? Possibly. Is it... Um, yeah. Is it authentic? Kind of question mark on that. I kind of have a question mark on that. Um, so, you know, step one is awareness. Like it is possible. It is possible. I've generated multiple millions of dollars from home in my pajamas. And I was a single mom who also baked the brownies for pretty much every football game mm. because I made the choice to say yes to my calling and I also made the choice to do practical things like math. And when I did the math, I got clear about a few things. And I keep refining myself. You know, the, the more I expand and grow, the more I refine the math that works for me. So one of the things I like to say when I'm on Clubhouse is my podcast serves my business model. And this is where we're going to talk about the five-figure payday. So my podcast serves my business model. My business model serves my life. And my life serves my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so just by me being here talking to you about this, we are giving whoever's listening or watching awareness that it is possible to make multiple millions of dollars from home in your yoga pants or your pajamas. It is possible to create a business model that serves your life. It is possible to make an impact around the world. So just getting that awareness, I think, is the first step, Kaylee. So on that, I I really I, I resonate with a lot of what you're saying. And it it makes it it makes me realize that when we come into 
the visibility world. When we come into searching for a little bit more visibility, we come in thinking kind of maybe not as clearly about what it takes and what what we need to do in order to to bring in money. So like I hear from many podcasters, uh, how do I get sponsorships? How do I get uh, you know, ad revenue going. And you, you ask some really great questions when people talk about that, when people come in and they're asking, because it seems like people don't even know, kind of going back to the math point, people don't even know what they need financially. And so maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, correct. And let me uh, start by disabusing people of the notion that you're going to make a zillion dollars with sponsorships, unless you are one of those people who, you know, is like, just pops like a piece of popcorn into awareness in a big, huge, powerful way, because you happen to have a big, huge, powerful message, or you are incredibly timely. It's rare. That's rare. Like not everybody's going to be Madonna. Not everybody's going to be, you know, Marilyn Monroe. Not everybody's going to be Deepak Chopra. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so let's be clear that as we go up the mountain of visibility, uh, there's there's less and less people who are even built for that. And so let's go back to the acorn and the oak tree. You know, when we get to very high visibility, there is a lot of light on mm-hmm. that person who's at the top of the mountain. You get to the top of the mountain, there's no trees, there's no shade, <laughs> like the sun is pouring down on you, everything is exposed, you know, you, you, you've got to do the inner work that um, gets all the shit up out of the shadows so that you're not going to get triggered and taken down. And remember, not everyone is meant to be at that place. And so it's very important to not only have awareness of the possibilities, but it's also to important to have awareness of what's your authentic calling. So maybe my authentic calling isn't necessarily to be at the very tippy top of that mountain. It that, And the tippy top of that mountain may be inspiring me up, right? It's inspiring me up into this leadership role, but maybe I'm the little um, hermit lady about a, a third of the way down or a quarter of the way down who gives you the magic you know, special secret word to get through that last little stretch. If you're the one that's meant to be at the top right? and brownies and, and some brownies, really good brownies, <laughs> really good brownies <laughs> and right. some healing work and some healing for the, work for the exactly. rest of the journey. It's exactly. we, we need each other to get up the mountain is what I'm hearing. Too. Exactly. We need a Sherpa to get our, ourselves up the mountain. We often need to, uh, to knock on the door of the wise one, mm-hmm. right? The wise one who is going to say, oh, I've mapped the whole thing. I decided not to set up my cabin on the top because I would have, you know, caught on fire. It would have burnt me down, right? But I'm going to have my cabin like here in this little glade and you can knock on my door. And if I feel like it's a right fit and you bring the right, um, you know, level of investment that tells me that you actually have the will the power and the capacity to make it to that next level, um, then we can have a talk. And if it's a fit and I like you and I really appreciate what you're doing in the world, then I will say yes, because here's where the the piece about, you know, my life, your business has to serve your life. Mm. If you're doing business with people who are not a right fit, there is nothing more erosive than that to your self-esteem, to your self-worth, and ultimately to your business. So you definitely want to be clear about who's a fit. So I want to quickly give the five-figure payday formula just so people can hear it. 
And it starts with getting really clear on what the revenue generation is that you require. What is the revenue generation that you require? This means you have to do math. This means you have to look at your life and discern, like, how much time do I have available to serve, to structure, to speak, to uh, connect with my support team? How much time is available that also allows me to come every time I'm performing full? Like I've got to show up with a full cup and be serving from my saucer. Mm -hmm. So for me, I need a ton of time, especially I take most of the summer off. I need a ton of time to be outside, to be connecting with nature, to be in meditation, to be doing my yoga. I am also an artist. I require time in the studio. So I have to say, okay, I have this amount of space in my life for the businessy stuff. Well, if that's the case, what do I require to pay my team? What do I require so that I feel compensated well? What do I require um, in order to make sure that I have all the technical stuff? Like, you got to get clear on what the requirements are. And let's say I lived in Arkansas. Well, if I'm living in Arkansas, rent might be $500 a month. I'm not living in Arkansas. I'm living in New Hampshire, right outside of Boston. Rent here is $2,000 a month. My math is going to be different than somebody in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So let's be real about the math. So that's step one is get really clear on the revenue generation that you require in order for you as a speaker first and, and then at the next level as a podcast host or guest to be full and to be coming to the table, not from a place of scarcity, but from a place of stewardship of your gift of your uh, message and of the work that you are actually here to spark in the world. So that is step one. Step two is get clear on the strategy. So how do I best work? Well, for me, I best work in a one-on-one situation or a one to many, but small group, like eight to 12 people. I best work that way because I can go deep with people. I can help them to do both the inner work as well as the practical work of getting themselves set up in a way that is in service to them, to, to their, to their people, mm -hmm. to their purpose and to their pocketbook. So those are the first two steps in the five figure payday. So I want to make sure I'm not going too fast here. No, I mean, so far this is, uh, it feels very energetic. This is about energetics and it's almost like, at a at a at a lower level of performance, we need more very like functional ex like task based instruction. And as we achieve higher and higher levels of performance, we have to have these more energetic conversations and understand how to show up. Because this this piece you said about you know that you know you need a certain level of nature time, downtime, not on the air all the time. And that that actually ultimately helps you earn, helps you serve. And then this idea of we need to show up and 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 pour out from our cup that's been full, filled. And so knowing that it almost sounds like a negotiation with the HR department of the cosmos. I call it the upstairs team. The upstairs but I love team. that. I love that the HR department of the cosmos. And 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 let me be very clear: we are not serving from our cup ever. Our yeah. cup must be full. We are serving from the overflow. So when I spend time out in nature and I am full, I, I take an extra breath. I take like three more, you know, walks in the woods. I come from 
overflow, right? And clear boundaries. Like the clear boundaries are, we don't go below the F. We stay full. The cup stays full. We serve from the saucer. So if the saucer is starting to look like it's getting down to the drops, well, that's the indicator that it's time for me to go fill myself to the to the overflowing state again. And yes, absolutely. At the lower levels, we are like all caught up in the tactical. And the higher we move up the mountain of visibility, the more it's about the inner work, like it's 90% inner work and 10% what you see on the outside. Mm -hmm. So inner work requires time. Mm-hmm. and attention and intention. And often it requires investment and it often requires support and mentorship and yeah, space holding and all of those things, huge, huge amounts of things that go in into the inner work for sure. Right. And so, you know, the, so we talked about uh, understanding our revenue needs so that we are giving from the overflow, not from the cup itself. And then you also talked about strategy. Yeah. And those are the first two steps of your five figure payday. Yeah. So strategy is really like, okay, how do I want to serve? And how do I want to structure the business uh, so that I am able to put myself out there to make the offers, do all those things. So the third step is that clear transformational offer and an enrollment process. So in my case, it's a, the, the clear transformational offer is, um, a five-figure offer, right? And five figures is anywhere from $10,000 to $99,999.99. So when I am out speaking, especially on Clubhouse, I've been you know, even more refining the message. I am calling forth those people who are so committed to their message, so committed to their calling, and so committed to getting their voice heard by millions of people so they can serve their people, their purpose and their pocketbook, that they will come to the table already knowing that even having a conversation with me, if I decide it's a fit to work with you, that it's going to be a five-figure investment, minimum 10,000, it's usually minimum $12,000 to work with me. And I, when I work with people, it's intense. We're going deep. We're going fast. We're going to get you out exponentially quicker of the learning curve and of the shadow than you would if you invested in a lower level thing where you're part of a herd of people. A lot of people hide in the herd. But when people come to work with me, they're ready to be activated. They're ready for that exponential rocket booster. They're ready to take and be the messenger they came to be. Like, why would you hang out for six years or seven years or 12 years in all these like learning environments where you never actually do what you came to do? So when people come to work with me, it's it's either a VIP day or it's a um, 90 day intensive. And then at the end of the 90 days, we look at one another and say, OK, is there more here to do um, or do we want to you know, say goodbye and off you go? Get out of the nest. Go fly. <laughs> Until other uh, challenges and, and opportunities Correct. arise, right? Because I think Correct. sometimes we need to implement what we learn from our guides and our coaches, and it can take three months, four months to reach that next pl- like platform or plateau where we need right. to, to get more further guidance. Correct. So, yeah. So, the third step in the five-figure payday is have a clear transformational offer and enrollment process and make sure your <laughs> offer 
meets the math. If if the offer doesn't meet the math, then you're in trouble. So I uh, often my people, when they come to me, by the time they're done, they also have clarity on their five-figure offer. Uh, they don't necessarily have all the content built out because I believe sell it before you create it. Do not create something that you don't already know that the market is, is going to value at five figures. Um, then the fourth step is getting really clear on who the perfect prospects are for your transformational offer. Perfect prospects is the same as audience. So we can use those words interchangeably. You want to cultivate an audience of perfect prospects. And the audience can also sometimes be guests. So many times my clients come from guesting. They they show up on the show as speakers. They're there to get their message out to more people. And when they come to, to me, I'm clear that they're either ready for the up level to the next level of income production, or they're ready for the up level to a greater leadership role as a thought leader. And we have the conversation. And then if it's a fit, I make an offer and they say yes, and give me the 16 digit number so that we can <laughs> process it. Um, so you want to have an, that, you know, audience is got to be the perfect prospects for your transformational offer. And then the final step of the five figure payday formula is then we get clear on the theme and messaging for the show. Hmm. If you're going to do a podcast, you know, the five figure payday formula is really for prospering with podcasting, but it can apply even if you're not doing a podcast. So this is huge. This is a very different uh, way to look at the platform than many people do. So some people will start based off of solely their own interests with no real the the again the idea of monetization is ads or sponsorships at a later date it's never it's never reverse engineered as something that will support your products and services that you have access to and so this is kind of flipped on its head and it's starting from what do i need financially working my way backwards having a clear strategy and plan um and and then going through each of these other elements that you that you shared the 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 five figure offer, you know, having that defined and then having that validated before creating all that content. I mean, this is, this is, this is extremely valuable, costly information that you're sharing. This is the information that, that you get when you, when you spend 10 grand and above to go through a program, you get this kind of knowledge and you're giving it in this high level form, but this is very much the pathway to success. Well, and this is also 13 years it's 13 years of being in the space and it's 13 years of investing in myself. So this is the other thing I want to say about investing with a mentor. When I work with somebody and I help them to get clear on their five figure value and do all of these things that we just talked about, the investment with me, even if, even if they're investing almost a hundred thousand dollars with me, um, by the time you're done, you know the value that you have to offer. You have a blueprint to offer out into the world. You make one sale, right? And I help you to learn how to enroll people at that level and to communicate clearly the offer, both energetically as well as practically. Uh, you know, you can, once you know how to sell and once you know how to stand in your value in that powerful way, you can generate money for the rest of your life. So the investment with me is minuscule. And what you're investing in is not, well, you're investing in a couple things. First, you're investing in your own vision, your own voice, and your own value. Secondly, 
you're investing in your speaker magic, right? And we'll talk about the speaker magic in a minute. Um, secondly, you're investing in uh, the, the 13 years of experience I have in this business, as well as the 20 plus years of experience. I, I mean, I have almost 40 some odd years of experience entrepreneurially, not counting when I was nine years old and sold 763 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. So wow. um, when other girls sold like 28. So <laughs> you are investing in hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars that I have invested to grow and learn and and cultivate myself as well. And that transmission, like the investment with me in your vision that you're making is, is like minuscule relative to the potential return on that investment. So it's so important to really, really understand that. And I think once you start to invest in yourself with coaching or, or, or school, university, anything, it becomes really clear how you're you're cascading and, and trickling down that knowledge to your clients and your customers that you're working with. And so I think that is is so true and kind of tying into the voice thing. You know, we get these little word combos from our coaches and from our guides. We get these little secret ways of thinking about things and those add up over time and they really can be unpacked and, the, and you get these much deeper um uh, ways and paths of, of success through, through coaching, through business, through podcasting. So I, I love that we're talking about this. And as we're sort of winding down here, I wanted to ask you a little bit about speaker, your speaker magic quiz. This yeah. is really interesting. And maybe you could tell everyone how they could get their hands on it. Yeah. So I love my speaker magic quiz because it is a distillation of what I've discovered over the last 13 years in the speaking business different, there are different speakers and different speakers, just like we had the mountain of visibility, like the pool of professionals, emerging experts, leaping leaders, and legacy of light people. In the speaker magic quiz, you actually get to find out when you take it, you can go to quiz.beheardbymillions.com. And that's on the ticker on the bottom. You get to find out what your unique speaker magic is. And as a result of that, you can be more discerning about where you show up. So for example, one of the speaker magic results is enchanting enroller. Well, let me tell you, an enchanting enroller is somebody who could sell shit to a pig, could sell, you know, ice to Eskimos, right? All they have to do is stand on the stage and open their mouth and say, buy from me. And literally people are running to the back of the room to buy from them. That is a specific speaker magic type. That kind of a person can actually afford to pay for stages because they have the capacity to literally manifest money out of, out of their mouth, like, mm -hmm. like magic. Uh, another one of the speaker magic archetypes is entertaining educator. Well, an entertaining educator can possibly enroll people into their next level of education, but it's not the same vibration. It's not the same frequency and it's not the same level of commitment and intent. So the entertaining educator, their main, like from the heart, what they want to do more than anything is teach. 
What they want to do more than anything is get their message into the right ears and help people to, to grow and to change and to, you know, become more of who they can be. I'm more along the lines of the entertaining educator myself, but I'm also really extemporaneous. Like I can speak extemporaneously and that's another one of the speaker magic archetypes. So um, to find out yours and to find out the best way that you can uh, capitalize on your speaker magic, uh, definitely take the quiz, quiz.beheardbymillions.com. And uh, we'll send you some yummy uh, information about how to really make the most of your own magic. So you're not running around wasting your time, energy, attention, money um, in the wrong places and out of alignment and then get discouraged and decide, oh, I need to go get a J-O-B. This is fantastic information. And we'll have those links in the show notes as well as on the screen here for those of you watching this. Um, so now as we enter the final round of Be On Air podcast, Angel, I would love to ask you a couple uh, rapid fire questions that are harmless and, and interesting and will provide enormous value to the audience. Is that all right? Yes, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so first question is, what one book would you like the entire world to know about? Conversations with God. That one woke me up. Um, second would be A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. So I've got to put both of them in there. Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh and uh, Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Amazing. Amazing. And what podcast would you like the world to know about? Oh, self-promotion time. <laughs> I'm going to say Wikileaks Smart Women podcast because it's an opportunity for me to just infuse in everyone's awareness that not only do I serve Wikileaks Smart Women, but I also serve very wise men. So just because it says women doesn't mean that you can't tune in if you're a very wise man. And very wise men listen to Wikileaks Smart Women. Boom. Very true. Very true. And I'm going to listen to you and implement these five strategies that you've given. Uh, I'm going to take the speaker magic quiz because that looks so fun. And that is a very uh, mutually beneficial way to uh, collect leads and, and, and cultivate and nurture an audience. And I, I love this direction, gamifying marketing, gamifying uh, our communication. So that's awesome. There's another podcast. Tell me. Let's Be say. on air. I think you need to listen to Be On Air <laughs> because it's a great show and it has a great host and executive producer who's both spiritually awake as well as practically grounded. So I think Be On Air would be another good podcast for people to listen to. You know, I, I think you're right. I think that is a is a good idea. And, you know, on Be On Air, we, our goal is to empower you to use the power of your voice to get this to, to, to maximize your experience in life, to have the best experience, to have the, mo the best possible outcomes for you, yours, your, your family, your friends, your community, and to amplify those who need to be amplified. So that's what we just did right there. We, we, we put some light out on all these different people. So last rapid fire question. I love this one. Who is someone in your life or community or, or business world that you would like to shine some light on right now and acknowledge? Oh, well, I have to say Raven, Raven, the talk show Maven, because uh, Raven just turned 70 yesterday and uh, she has been in the business since she was 55, only 15 years, but she's so good at what she does. And she specializes in uh, interviewing and red carpet interviews. She is so good at what she does 
that President Barack Obama actually um, honored her with a Lifetime Achievement Award in broadcasting. And she had only been in for like eight or nine years in the broadcasting space. So that would be a perfect example of a leaping leader. Raven is a leaping leader. She like jumped right up to leadership role and uh, she's an amazing human being. And we've been co-hosting many rooms on Clubhouse and it's just a joy to be around her and we have so much fun. So, yes, yes. Love and light to Raven. Blessings and happy birthday. And uh, she I, I have the great honor of getting to be coached by her and being in her program in her monetize your guest program. And uh, it has definitely been uh, enlightening and leveling me up. So, hey, Angel, I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Kaylee. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, you shared a tremendous amount of value. I encourage everyone to please go subscribe to the Wickedly Smart Woman podcast. If you listen on Apple, go check it out on Spotify and Google on every single possible podcast platform imaginable. I'm sure it's there. Go check it out and take the quiz at quiz.beheardbymillions.com and connect with Angel on Clubhouse and Instagram. Uh, her tag is at Angel B. Hartwell and that is A-N-J-E-L. B-H-A-R-T-W-E-L-L. And I will have that in the show notes. Till next time, this has been Be On Air. I'm your host, Kaylee Marks. And with that, we are signing out. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Be On Air. I hope you enjoyed it and are now one step closer to turning on your mic and broadcasting your message to the world. Are you ready to start your own podcast and amplify your brand? Or are you struggling to get your show in front of engaged audiences? I can help you on your broadcasting journey. Get in touch with me and apply for a strategy session if you want to discuss your podcast idea. You can reach me at www.podcast-farm.com. I'm on all the social media. Until next time, my friends, I'm Kaylee Marks. Thanks for tuning in to Be On Air.